Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Uh, if you, I'd like to thank you very much for jumping on and listening to another update from around the world. Um, already, we've had um, some fantastic listeners, some fantastic uh, guests on the show, um, and today we've got a very special guest who I'll jump in and explain in a minute. But if you are interested, hit the, hit subscribe, um, rate the show, leave a comment, share it with some friends. It really does help. Um, and a brief update uh, ahead of the week that's coming. On the 21st, uh, we're hosting a webinar at 10 a.m. Uh, discussing how technology, uh, how ID flu is, have produced the very first um, health passport um, re record keeping system, communication system to support the maritime industry. Uh, so that's on the 21st. Head across to Caldroy Digital website uh, to find out more. Now, on to more pressing matters because we don't really care about some of that stuff. Um, I'm really, really thrilled um, and, and thank a huge amount for today's guest who's uh, second officer on board some of one of the biggest container ships worldwide. Um, if you're live on social media, Instagram, YouTube, uh, you'll know him perhaps as uh, Joe the Sailor um, or Joe Furness. Um, so I'd like to thank Joe very much for joining the show. He's currently about to jump back on watch in about 18 minutes um, in the port of Singapore. Thank you, Joe, for joining us. Yeah, hi, Manji. Thanks for having me. Um, so, Joe, can you just briefly, in a nutshell, explain to our non-maritime um, and even some of our maritime professionals um, where you are right now, um, so they explain the surroundings that you briefly touched on, um, your role on board the vessel, uh, the type of ship that you're on, ship that you're on um, and go through that process yeah sure so um i'm currently sailing on uh, musk's uh, triple e vessel so they're kind of like the maximum uh, massive uh, maximum capacity eighteen thousand um container capacity vessels and basically we um call it all the major ports currently in singapore and um, pretty hectic at the moment um, we currently got like 11 ganker trains working um and it's you know quite a Fast-paced operation um, should be out in the morning after completing around 6,000 moves um, in less than 24 hours. But yeah, my role, um, basically I'm the navigation officer, so I'm taking care of all the fastest planning. And now whilst we're in port, I'm kind of monitoring the cargo, etc. Um, so yeah, um, it's all the fast-paced operation. Uh, very, very cool. Um, I can I, I remember the days of being back on board ship and seeing the gangtry cranes flying across, but nothing quite compares to, I'm sure, a Maersk E-Class. Um, so how, lo how long has this contract been for you? So I was supposed to get off um, after two months, and that was on March 23rd. Uh, but obviously now with all of the uh, stuff that's going on, then... It looks like I'm having like a seven-week extension, so hopefully I'm going to get off on May 15th, so it'll be around four months. So can you explain sort of um, what what's like, I mean, a lot of, with your extension, I'm sure the extension of many of your colleagues, um, what's, uh, what, what's life on board like at the moment and how does it perhaps differ to during sort of non-pandemic non times and sort of look, looking at the morale of the crew and such? Yeah, so life on board, I mean, generally it's not, as I say, it's quite a fast-paced operation. The time to get ashore is always limited anyway. Um, and so you're constantly looking forward to sign up. And now with all of this, I think it's, 
it's very much everything is, is unknown. And so morale's, we're trying to keep morale high, but again, not being able to know when you're getting off and having people um, having spent more than, you know, six months up to nine, ten months on board, um, it's kind of getting a bit a bit sad and it's taken a toll on people, especially with the fact that we can't go ashore now. So you're calling in these ports, you know, it's a minimum 12-hour days, not much sleep and then it's not really much to look forward to. But, you know, we just got to keep positive, really. Um, and, and you mentioned um, before that, that the, the company you're working for, Merced, um, are, are doing a fair amount to support the, the welfare um, during the pandemic. Can you share with our colleagues um, what, what's currently being done uh, to improve the, the life on board at the moment? Yeah, so we're quite lucky um, with, with, with Mercer trying to, to can. Um, and uh, with the cruising suspension, they've, they've decided to you know, uh, increase internet access uh, for all of the vessels. So, I mean, at least we can, we're pretty sure that we can call home um, and browse the internet. Um, and they've also given each vessel they, um, and additional uh, provisions like uh, provisions for the food um, and also for the slop chest so you know we can we can have that extra barbecue or we can um, you know buy some extra toilets and, and just just a small just a small things just to kind of keep morale up uh, really so we're appreciative for that. I noticed you guys had a, um, bar- a barbecue not to a, a few days ago on, on social. How, how did that go down? That must have been quite a, a nice morale booster at the moment. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. I mean, especially especially because we just finished the, the Europe coastal run and that was, you know, 10 ports within two weeks and then everyone was expecting to leave on the last port and then we received the news that we're staying. So, you know, it was kind of sad, but then, you know, having a barbecue was okay. It was nice to just unwind a bit after all of that in the, uh, in the Indian Ocean. So, yeah, yeah that, that, that was good. And not, 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 it can't, can't be a bad place to chill and um, have a barbecue with with the crew. What, what else are you, no. are you doing? At, what else are you doing at the moment to sort of come together as a crew um, and, and hang out and sort of boost, boost that morale before before coming before knowing when you're coming ashore? Yeah, so so um, we're just kind of uh, we're having you know we're having the weekly safety meeting and stuff and making it uh, clear to everyone that it's, you know, it's fine to talk and, you know, it's it's hard to uh, kind of express feelings and say, you know, people have, you know, like we've got one crew member that hasn't seen his his child, his child was born in, in the first month he was on board and so he's waiting for that. So it's kind of, we're all just supporting each other and being, you know, available for each other to talk. And again, we've got the, the support line to contact um, if, if anybody needs it. Um, and what would be the sort of one one thing that you're looking forward to most um, when you when when you know that transfer date? Um, a bit cliche, but I mean, Musk is a Thai company, so just that first uh, beer in the airport and call my dad just, uh, before I get on the flight. That, that, nice. That nice. sounds. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sit, 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 sit. I remember the first sips that you take as soon as you step off board. Um, it's always extremely refreshing. Um, and if you yeah. if you had a message to sort of pass around to the public um, worldwide, wherever that is, um, what what would that be? Yeah, just kind of spend time getting to know what what we do and kind of 
try and remove your sea blindness, right? And um, that's what they call it. And so, you know, it, it seems that a lot of us have, have been forgotten about. That's kind of improving. I've seen a couple of articles from the Guardian and BBC, but still, people uh, tend to forget that uh, we're out here and we're extended, and you know, kind of, yeah, just trying to get. Everyone to be a little bit more aware, I guess, of, of our conditions and the situation out at sea, and you know what what we're doing for for everyone as well as as key frontline workers. So, so on, on that actually, I mean, we, we didn't really touch on it, and and perhaps we should briefly elaborate, just bearing in mind time. Um, I mean, you're a container ship. Um, can you sort of give an idea of? I mean, obviously you can't see within the containers and and, and say too much. But what sort of things does it, I mean, for those who aren't maritime, um, but who don't know what a container ship even necessarily looks like, can you explain sort of some of the cargo that you might be carrying? Yeah, well, currently we've got around a thousand refrigerated containers on board, but that's a thousand um, containers worth of refrigerated cargo, for example, medical care uh, supplies that need to be refrigerated, um, food, frozen meat. Um, all the dry packaged goods, all, all your electronics coming from China, um, basically anything you can think of that can be transported will be on our ship, I guess. Um, all your essential items, uh, you know, it, it's basically everything you can think of uh, in a total quantity of 18,000 containers. 18,000 containers keeping the world afloat, keeping Britain afloat. Um, and making sure that the NHS and all the medical services worldwide have got uh, the, the supplies that they need. Um, and, and we must all thank uh, you, your crew, and, and the entire mar- seafaring community for that. Um, if you were to give our sea, seafar- seafaring colleagues um, at sea or at home, what would you sort of say, say to them at this time? Sorry, I couldn't hear that part. Um, if you were to give a message to our seafaring colleagues, um, what would that be? Yeah, just uh, stay positive. Uh, thank you for for staying out here and staying positive about it and just doing all your best. Uh, yeah, talk about it. If, if anybody has any problems, you know, feel free to message me or anybody. Talk to your friends, your family, your colleagues. Um, be more open about it because the more you talk about things, then I think the better you'll feel. Um, if you are having a problem, then always contact the advice line uh, and, and uh, yeah keep it up and and how, and how can people find you say again sorry how can people contact you yeah so anybody feel free to contact me on their instagram at joe the sailor or send me an email or a message just uh i'm very open to answering anybody's questions or even for a chat if anybody's upset or you know feeling down i'm That's always all. open Awesome. Well, well, thank you very much. Bearing in mind, you've got to be back on duty in nine minutes. You've got probably better things to do than chatting away with us and with the rest of the world. So, Joe, I'd like to um, wrap it up now and and say a huge thank you to you uh, for spending the time sharing the update, sharing the news uh, from Singapore. Uh, A big thank you that you please do pass on uh, from everybody in the UK and worldwide to you, your crew. Uh, the master on board, um, and, and Maersk, a huge, huge, huge thank you for um, keeping such a positive morale, given such a the, the pandemic. We are here to support you, need, um, much like with Joe, if you, if you need a chat, just reach out. Um, there's everybody here at Shoreside in Maritime is here to be an open ear, um, if not anything else.
Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, once again, thank you very much for listening um, and look forward to joining you next time.